This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, you got her, dude. She's down. Let's go. Dude, I just shot a deer of a lifetime. Freaking smoke team. One with nature, and if you're a believer, one with God. Definitely gets your heart pumping. Boy, you are in trouble. Fall Obsession Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another Fall Obsession Podcast episode. I am Sam Thrash again with Fall Obsession, your host for this week's podcast episode. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week. This week, we got um, one of our pro staffers who has been on the podcast before mr kurt eckleberry joining us kurt welcome back hey man good to be back yes sir and we also have uh, a newcomer to our podcast a good friend of kurt's mr jeff hasselbach joining us on the podcast as well jeff welcome to fall obsession podcast man hey man thanks for having me i'm i'm excited about this first one ever but we're happy to have you. And I think I pronounced your name right too. So I, I got yeah, that. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah, I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we really appreciate you guys coming on this week. Um, the theme for this week's episode is finally at last turkey hunting. We are here in the later part of March. If seasons haven't already kicked off those early seasons, then uh, they're about to. So I know the anticipation is high and everybody's excited to start chasing some spring birds. And I'm sure you guys are as well. Yeah, that's for sure, man. We're getting amped up. So close, but so far away. (laughs) (laughs) Counting down the days. Yep. I was just going to say 28 days, the youth season. Count it down. That's what I'm talking about. Well, to kind of get things kicked off, um, I know that you guys had some pretty cool turkey hunts, and Kurt was able to produce some pretty sweet videos on that last season. Um, So I kind of want to 
just get into our conversation, recapping some of those hunts that you guys had last year. And Jeff, I know that your son, uh, JT, he shot a really nice bird last year during youth season, and Kurt put together a really sweet video on that hunt as well. Yeah, we did we did real good on that man. He had he had three nice times to choose from that day, and uh, he he killed a real nice bird. So tell us a little bit about that hunt, like like going into it, kind of where it was, location, um, any previous turkey hunting experiences that you or JT may have had leading up to that. Um, what what made you pick that spot, and what made that hunt special? Well, I guess to get started with the the turkey hunting, you know, I've never really turkey hunted in my life you know my my father-in-law and, and and family and that they've all turkey hunted and i just never was that interested in getting up that early in the morning you know <laughs> my my brother-in-law got my son jt involved and we had hunted you know a couple years ago and uh ended up killing a jake we were all three together and uh that that was pretty cool i mean that really put the hooks in me i guess i was i was on to it after that you know yeah so uh then uh, last year, you know, I was at my, had some trail cameras up in my parents, you know, I was getting pictures of, you know, flock of about 12 or 13 birds and we kept an eye on them and they live right next door to a private runway. Well, me and JT had, had gone out, got permission to hunt the runway there and we started scouting for turkeys and we didn't know where they were roosting or anything. So we just kind of walked around, tried to look under the trees, you know, see if we could find you know, any, any remains of turkeys, feathers, you know, anything we could. And we never did find them. And, uh, we ended up coming back a few mornings later and we just got right behind one of the hangars and sat down and waited to see if we could start hearing gobbling. And they were right above us. Like we both were jaws at the ground when that gobbler opened up, man. And then it was just three of them going back and forth and we were right in it. Never thought that they'd be right where they were at, but you know we got to experience kind of like our first fly down and all that right there man and we were we were stoked man we were, we were just shaking and it wasn't even turkey season you know we we just sat down and let them all come down and then we just watched them get out on the runway and they just strutted up and down that thing yeah you did tons of preseason scouting though you know he called me and wanted me to come over and check it out and see what what i thought <laughs> i mean they they come down i don't know there's probably 10 or 12 at first and the way you know just like you said with the strutting and stuff they walked right in front of us it was like a real misty morning just super cool video footage you know a lot of hen talk goblin and i i, I knew we had something when when i got to see that so yeah that was uh that was cool, man. We went, and then me and Kurt, you know, we came and shot some video in that and kind of figured out a game plan of what to do, and we just set up on them. First day, we, uh, I think we had snow, didn't we? Yep, four inches of snow that morning. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they flew down, and then we had ended up having a coyote <laughs> come running down come running down the runway and uh, kind of changed our hunt altogether, you know. And uh, I've always told JT, you know, whatever, if we're hunting, whatever we're hunting, if we see a coyote, we're coyote hunting, you know. But I'm like, man, Kurt was next to us, you know, and I was like, I don't know if we shoot the coyote. Do we, you know I mean, are we going to blow it or what? And then Kurt's like, hey, we got to shoot this coyote, you know, <laughs> trying to get JT to swing on it. But uh, coyote busted us. But, man, he was coming right in. He was ready to pounce on our decoys. Coyote took off. 
turkeys took off, kind of ruined our hunt. So we ended up coming back the next day, got set up in there, and they they just did their thing, man. They they strutted up and down, and they finally seen our decoy, man, and they were like on a string, come right in. They all three were going to pounce on our Jake decoy there and to keep flatting one. But back to that coyote, you know, I I've hunted these things a long time, the you know turkey and. I've, I've never ever witnessed that before where those turkeys will actually fly back up into the tree. I mean, it was probably two hours into legal shooting light. And when that coyote came in, they were right back up in their roost area and they stayed there for until yeah. we gave up. I mean, 10, 11 right, o'clock, right. we finally hung it up and went home because they weren't going to fly down. So that was something new for me to experience. Absolutely. So this is, this is all taking place during youth season, correct? Yep. Yep. That was Ohio youth season. Gotcha. So how pumped was JT about this bird? Oh man, <laughs> I don't think he's come down from it yet. To be honest, <laughs> a year later we're still pumped. Awesome. Yeah. So we just got we just got his half mount back the other about a month ago or three weeks or so, and uh, you know just pumped him right back up. So awesome. Well, very cool, man. And then following that hunt, you guys had another kind of unique experience where you guys doubled up one morning but you only had one one shotgun yeah <laughs> that was kind of the trade-off was you know i i filmed jt and i i don't know what the plan was but i was like you want to run camera for me jeff he's like yeah i'll give it a shot so we went off to some private ground that i have and uh i remember it was like a super super cold morning and we sat there as long as we could and waited out they just weren't playing the game and uh we kept after him, took a little walk to warm up, and I hit the slate like one time and one hammered, you know, so we just set up in some pines and really had to work. I mean, just for them being Jake's, man, they, they wouldn't leave those hens. I, I remember that mm-hmm. I, was, I'd had, I threw everything in the book at him to get him to come up out of this bottom, and I don't know, I think Jeff was like, there he is, there he is, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to like, are you on him? no yeah you know it was like he was probably 15 feet behind me and i was trying not to move i could see this jake's head and uh he, i finally let it rip dumped him and then uh i stood up to you know see what was going on and the other bird that was with him decided to attack him and <laughs> I, hand, I i passed the gun off to jeff you know and it was horrible footage after the shot because you know obviously we're you know zoomed in trying to get my bird and I was more worried about maybe Jeff had never shot a Mossberg 500 like I used. So I'm trying to tell him, like, you know, make sure the, he knew where the safety was and stuff, which he shoots Mossberg knowing now. So it wasn't a big deal. I could have just videoed and had a, a second video of a, another bird getting shot. But I guess that maybe a lesson learned, you know, if you are going to go hunt with a buddy and only decide to take one gun, make sure the other hunter's familiar with that gun, too, just in case you have to pass it off. That's not my first time ever having to do that. I've taking guns from buddies you know and vice versa so that kind of opened my eyes i guess yeah that was uh definitely pretty exciting man i i i wasn't going there to shoot a turkey at all and uh i was just going for the experience and run the run the camera and that next thing i know you know kurt sneaks off and plays him a little tune on his pot call there and like they were right next to us Kurt looks back at me got these huge eyes man and he's belly crawling back to me because they were they were right on top of us when they when they gobbled there and we got set up 
man, shot that turkey, and next thing I know, I got a Mossberg 500 coming at me. Here, shoot this other turkey. <laughs> He's just throwing shotgun your way. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was cool, man. That was that was my first turkey I've ever killed. You know, I, I, it was a Jake, and I was happy as can be with it, man. I, I'm. It was crazy. You know, it's it's really been fun getting out into the turkey woods and the and doing this you know it's really uh converting me from more i think from more whitetail into, into more of a turkey hunter yeah it's always you get a little bit of taste of it in your mouth and i mean it's kind of like bow hunting like you know and and i don't know what your what your experiences are jeff but i know for me i you know i grew up a rifle hunter and when i started bow hunting it it changed the game for me and kind of the same deal grew up whitetail hunting and started turkey hunting and it's it's a whole nother whole nother obsession in and of itself that's for sure man that is for sure that's kind of a team hunt too you know you don't always get to do that in the white tail woods you know you're usually out doing individuals or you know you can hunt in three or four people you know three or four person groups turkey hunting if you want you know that's what i like about it you know yeah. it's you don't have to be so serious about it you know if you don't get one you can always go buy one (laughs) (laughs) that that is true (laughs) well some awesome some awesome hunts that you guys had last year and appreciate y'all recapping that and for our listeners sake both of these hunts that they that these guys just talked about they are on our our youtube channel and social media pages from last year so kurt did a really good job and and jeff too um filming these hunts and we put together some videos on them so y'all go check those videos out um i guarantee they'll get you they'll get you pumped up for this turkey season for sure so kind of moving moving on guys we're like i said at the beginning we're at the at the start at the pregame basically for the 2021 turkey season so we talked about last year what are we looking at this year for you guys what what's on the agenda any any new properties or anything that you guys have this year and and what's the game plan yeah we're still trying to iron this out ohio has moved their season back it always opened up on a monday and they moved it to a saturday now so it kind of i don't know messes things up because we are going to hunt you know between west virginia and ohio you got to try to line it up to where you know you're getting youth hunts in and then you know the regular season so we're still trying to plan that out but for sure i mean west virginia for me and ohio and hopefully jeff can make an appearance in west virginia as well we uh i just picked up another 44 acres that haven't really been on that much i walked it a couple times uh before i purchased it and uh looks like great turkey country and talking to the neighbors sounds like there's a lot of birds that get to go or come through there so yeah i mean we're gonna i mean youth season comes number one for us i mean it's way more fun watching the kids get to kill them you know but i don't know i I guess i I don't know really know how to answer that about (laughs) when we're gonna start or where but um I guess youth season west virginia comes in first so i guess we'll tackle that first when it comes but yeah, I would say on uh, on my side of things, I guess I've been uh, kind of actively going around trying to pick up some property, uh, talking to some deer hunting friends of mine that that are not turkey hunter or not turkey hunters, you know, trying to get some trail camera photos of where the turkeys are at, you know what I mean, and uh, doing some scouting with that. I've been trying to hit the woods in the morning, I guess. I just really haven't had any luck with that yet, getting out, but. Things are starting to warm up a little bit around here, and uh, 
we'll hopefully start locating some birds and uh, get that under wrap. What uh, what kind of gear setups and everything are you guys anticipating running this season? Well, we, I mean, new for me, we've been doing a lot of pattern testing with chokes and stuff. That's kind of new to me, man. I um, I don't, I've never owned a full choke, I guess, or an extra full at that. You know, I've I think I've shot every bird with a modified choke. Or like the Mossberg 500 has the Aki choke, which is just a modified. And uh, I've had to do some follow-up shots, yeah. But this year, um, I installed the. It's made by Mossberg. It's their extra, extra full, I guess. So I've been pattern testing with that. I know Jeff's been switching barrels around and trying to. I don't know different loads, I guess. Too. Um, as far as new gear on top of that i guess the fall obsession uh pot call i don't know if you've got to use that yet sam but it's uh well worth the investment adam did a great job on building those um i've owned a lot of slate calls and it's glass slate combo i guess you could say um i've owned a lot of that style in my life um kind of getting away from using the big brand names i've i've used hs strut for most of my life but uh I'm liking the custom stuff, man. It's, uh, he, he did a good job. I, uh, one thing I do is I will go through all my strikers and see which one sounds the best on all my calls together. That way I only have to carry one. Nothing against Adam striker. Uh, I just had an extra one from, it might be an HS strut or a, I can't remember what brand it is, but it sounded the best across the board. So I'm going to use it. So I just don't want to get jumped by everybody when it doesn't say pinnacle view on my striker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is a solid call, man. I, I roughed it up the other night and man, I tell you that glass, that pitch that the glass puts off, it, it's, it's pretty unreal. And you get to sound like two different birds in one call too. You know, you flip it over, sound like two different hens. So there's that. And then, um, I finally broke down and bought a Woodhaven diaphragm, the Ninja. going to run that this year. I think I've always used Quaker Boy or HS Strut Reeds. And I think that's about it for me. I might be in the market for a new decoy. That's about it for me. Yeah, I tell you, with, with me, you know, I think I got Kurt on a little bit too. I've been testing some of that TSS, man. I'm I'm kind of new to all this, but that, that Tungsten Super Shot is, from what I've seen, far superior to copper-coated lead. You know, I guess I don't know if you you guys have dealt with that, but you know, I mean, they're shooting smaller shot. You're getting more shot per shell. You know what I mean? So yeah. With JT shooting a 20 gauge, you know what I mean, and uh, trying to give him the 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 biggest advantage that I can. You know, what I mean, the stuff's really expensive, but I mean, I guess if it, if it involves a dead bird, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm all right with paying a little extra money versus you know letting one get away. You know, other than that, I guess. Uh, just got some picked up some decoys you know i got a full body decoy and uh got my mossberg 935 tuned up ready to go what did we use last year what was your decoys last year i had them uh avian avian x that's a really good brand man those guys do have some quality decoys um i that's just like with goose hunting too you know like appearance is everything you know And, and those avian x i i do believe that like I got an old school Primos one, you know, and I thought 
when we killed JT's bird, I was like, man, I don't even know if they would have came to that thing. But like, as soon as they locked in on those avian X, they were committed. Like, yeah. I don't even think we called. Right. I, I no, think we, they, didn't. I we didn't. We did we didn't not call. rip one call when we killed on that with JT. I mean, it like just the decoys did the work. So, I mean, the appearance of your decoy, yeah, they're a little bit more pricier, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's about getting one if you can, you know, and you're going to spend that kind of money. Might as well get a good one, like Avian X, I guess. But I'm sure there's some other good manufacturers you can get. You know, I like the Primos line, too. They got the new uh, photo cell or photo form one they got. Looks pretty good. So Yeah. But then again, I've killed them with the $25 Walmart specials, too. So <laughs> I, you know, it's hard to say. <laughs> I think a lot of guys get hung up on having to have the most expensive and the best. But I mean, right. theoretically, you can do it cheap if you want. Yeah, I ended up buying some from a guy I work with. He uh, contacted me, seen the videos of JT hunting and that, and he's like, hey, man, I got a good deal for you. I'm too old to turkey hunt anymore, but I got some good decoys. And I ended up getting, a, a, I think it's a pretty boy and a pretty girl. They're, it's a, like, molded, full-body tom, you know, and you put a, you could put a fake or a real fan on it. You know I mean? It's probably not going to be the best to drag through the woods, but pretty excited to to try to get that thing out but you know i mean i'm 50 bucks into that and uh we'll see how those go but they look pretty good so heck yeah well yeah. awesome and, deal and that i guess turkey call wise i i bought some woodhaven uh diaphragms and been trying to play those trying to trying to learn how to blow a locator call you know it's kind of all new to me man i've been uh sitting at work i'm locomotive engineer i sit up there all day and try to blow turkey calls and <laughs> play all calls and all that my my conductors probably most of them about had enough of it i think but they only got another they only got another month to put up with it <laughs> so. well good deal guys yeah kurt to to echo what you said about the about our pot call that we have available for sale right now um i i do have one uh, sitting right next to me right now actually and it's uh I've been thoroughly impressed. I've whenever I've turkey hunt, I've just used an old box call that actually my dad gave to me years and years ago, um, and, that, and that's what I've used up till now. And it's a good call, but um, I am I am very excited and very pumped about this this call that Adam Adams put together. For those of you who don't know, Adam Sites is one of our pro stabbers up in Pennsylvania. He runs Pinnacle View calls up there, makes custom turkey calls, and this year he put together a fall obsession pot call for us uh, which is available for sale on our online store it is a an awesome quality call and experienced turkey hunters such as kurt um are have been very pleased with it up till now so i look forward to to seeing those calls in the woods and and hopefully some dead birds behind them here in the in the weeks and months to come i'm excited yeah we're gonna try it out man i it, it it'll work out i i i've done enough calling with it now where i feel pretty comfortable that's funny you know how they're all different too you know you could line up three different slates and it you you pretty much have to use it three different ways yeah. you know to get the right pitch yeah so but i adams was quick man i i scuffed it up with the scotch bright and then uh, i chalked the backside and i mean it was like five minutes i had it down i was like all right you know we'll give it a whirl so heck yeah yeah i like that custom stuff man that's pretty cool absolutely yeah, he's he's for sure done good work with it, so I'm yeah. I'm happy that it's working out good. Well, guys, um, another thing that I have in the notes that we discuss 
prior to this episode and some stuff that you sent me over, Kurt. Um, one topic that you did want to cover, and I know, Jeff, you you actually mentioned something about it earlier when you were talking about that coyote coming in and how you tell JT, you know, if we see a coyote, it turns into a coyote hunt type deal. Um, I know, Kurt, you wanted to, to hit on some predator prevention stuff here real quick, too, and, and how that's relevant. I, I guess not, not only during you know, turkey specifically, but just in general too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another good tailgate talk before you head to the woods, you know, is make sure you and your hunting partner, you know, are you going to kill a coyote if he comes in or not? You know, some guys don't like to, you know, mess up their turkey hunt, but, but, uh, we, I've been running the reveal tacticam at a private property that we get to hunt and, uh, the coyote pictures have been really high lately. I, I don't know what's going on there, but I mean, I mean, obviously we got um, more of a population of coyotes there than some of my other places, but you know, I'd like to put a dent in it. The problem is it's a overgrown, actually, I think it is just a CRP field, but usually that CRP grass is so tall, you can't get in there and put up a good set to call them in. Well, this year we had heavy snow, which would have been, I went out there like a couple weeks ago and I was kind of kicking myself for not trying it because the weeds were actually pushed down enough to where we could get a good set so i i could just like man i don't know what we're gonna do you know you try to you only go out you know you might kill one or two dogs you know on one set but you know probably the most efficient way and to get more dogs is obviously trapping i would say and jeff's got a lot of background in doing stuff like that so we were kind of talking today about maybe getting some trapping going out there um especially after i just got a report back from the landowner there said he found a dead bird in the food plot along with a yearling um deer oh, uh, right where we yeah right where we had uh our blind for muzzle loader and shotgun season so you know who knows what all went on with that but i got a pretty good feeling it was definitely coyotes i mean i'm getting pictures of pairs singles and broad daylight midnight you know just if a camera just keeps popping them off so yeah we got to do something about that so And I'm I'm asking what you guys, what y'all's opinion is on this, because I know I know there's at least I've gotten in discussions with with folks over the years about um, predator hunting. And if you should do it during deer or turkey season or if you should only do it during the off season. So I want to get y'all's take on that, because there there always seems to be somewhat of a debate depending on where you go and who you talk to. That was another thing. You know, I, I didn't want to go in there and start doing a bunch of sets. And this would primarily um, refer like to gun se- or deer season. You know, you don't want to be in there shooting coyotes if you're trying to kill a deer. But I was kind of thinking the same thing with turkey. I'm like, I really don't want to have or be out there messing with the birds and trying to do sets of killing coyotes. So like, you know, trapping, you just set them and go. You know, you might cruise by on the four-wheeler every day or whatever to check them. But um, I think there's a lot less footprint in there, a lot more, a lot less disturbance. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I mean, just to – you know you don't have near as much presence and you can cover a lot more ground you know with with trapping i feel you can uh you can kind of cover just about every every entrance and every exit they got if you got enough uh, traps or snares or whatever you use you know for uh you know i think there's kind of two different styles there's exterminating and and just uh fur harvesting i would say but you know in our case i'm more for the extermination of them you know what I mean? Then, then fur trapping now, but like Ohio, you know, we have, we have, you know, year round 
uh, you can trap coyotes. So you just catch any non-target animals. We got to release them or whatever. But you know that's kind of the plan. Maybe while they're breeding here, I think they're just about out of their breeding season, and hopefully we can thin a few out. Heck yeah. Well, guys, one more one more thing that I got for us before we before we take it to closing for this week's episode is we do have something new going on at Fall Obsession this season, something that we've never really done before, and I'm excited about it, and that is our 2021 turkey hunt competition um, where we're letting teams of two sign up and uh, submit their birds that they kill this season for a chance to actually win some cash money so um i'm pretty pumped about this uh contest that we've come up with and i know i know some turkey hunters like y'all sell some are already registered and i know you guys are planning on uh getting in on as well so what are your thoughts on that yeah i've uh got a lot of positive feedback just we haven't even had it you know out where people can you know apply for it that long and uh, I've been getting a lot of texts and positive feedback from people, you know, thinking it's a real, really cool idea. And it's it's kind of cool you're not trapped to one, like, local, you know, your sportsman shop. That's how they do it here. You know, like, your big buck contest might be at, like, one local, deal, you know, one local business or something. But, like, here, you know, everybody can jump on and hopefully get a big pot out of this, you know. There's a lot at stake to win if, if the guys do manage to kill some big birds. Um, as far as my hunting partner, I don't. We haven't really thought that through yet. We don't really know what teams we're going to do. Um, maybe me and Lawton and then you and JT, but I, you know, if the kids start talking a bunch of trash, we might just team them together. <laughs> so it depends how cocky they get before season, I guess. No, but I, I think Jeff maybe said something about his, his wife might try it this year. Maybe I don't just, that was she. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do yet. We thought about, you know, doing the kids, doing one and then the adults doing one or whatnot but you know we're gonna try to get my wife out there you know she's never done it try to get that might might have to team up with her maybe i don't know yet we got a lot to come you know with the turkey season and uh trying to trying to decide who's who's going to be the winner with me is a uh, kind of something i stay up at night thinking about here well, guys, she calls it, it turkey shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. So if you guys haven't heard about it yet, our our turkey hunt competition is live. Registration is open. The hunt itself um, and the the date range to kill your birds in is is April tenth through May sixteenth. But uh, registration or pre registration is already open. So and we've already had some teams sign up and and like uh, Kurt pointed out, you know, it's uh, you know hopefully going to be a pretty a pretty big pot we're gonna have three separate winners and uh each winner is is basically getting a, a percentage of registration fees that come in so the more people that we get registered for this competition um, the bigger the pot for each winner is going to get so um all that information is available on our website fallobsession.com you can head over there and check it out see all the details and the rules and regulations for the the competition um, or you can find it through our social media pages so well guys i appreciate you you both coming on and talking a little bit of turkey hunting with me this morning it's been fun um, but before we uh before we catch y'all loose on this one jeff this is your first time on the podcast so every time we have a, a newcomer to our podcast we got some questions that we like to ask you in closing if you're good with that yeah, 
go ahead. I don't know what's in store, but <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, we, we won't try to trip you up too much. So might get a bunch of outtakes out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question I got is, what is your favorite hunting memory and why? Man, I tell you what, my favorite hunting memory is when JT shot his first deer. My wife had bought me a new Thompson Center muzzleloader for Christmas, and uh, some friends of mine got a small farm, but usually holds quite a few deer. We got permission to go out there. I had put a couple hundred pounds of corn out there and uh, had uh, JT in a blind, and, man, we had a doe come out with a fawn or whatever, you know. It was... uh, god december 17th or something like that it was our it was our weekend gun season in ohio here she come out 35 yards man and uh he smoked her man dropped her right in her tracks i videoed it all with my phone i got i put a little short clip of it on youtube but man me and him were both like i was welled up and i'm like you know i'm asking him if he's all right and he's (laughs) you know about in tears and you know, my brand new gun got thrown off the stand. You know, I mean, it's in the uh, laying on the ground, and <laughs> man, he was seven years old, and uh, he did it all on his own. Man, we we dropped that deer, man, and and like I said, I was. You, you could see it. The video says it all. You know, I mean, I, I was in almost in tears. JT was too. We were all choked up, but that's probably one of my one of my most favorite hunting memories there. That's awesome, man very cool yeah it's amazing it's amazing what kids how kids heighten the 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 hunting experience you know i mean it's like my my excitement for hunting everything and trapping and all that has just grown tremendously with with uh bringing jt on and you know mckenna my daughter she's four and or five i'm sorry she's trying to start getting into it a little bit you know what i mean so hopefully hopefully we can get her going you know what i mean i'm just totally looking forward to to making a ton of memories with these kids you know very cool all right next question i have for you what is a bucket list hunt that you have not gotten to do yet what's at the top of your list <laughs> yeah uh, oh man they're all at the top really <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start, really. Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even know. I'd love to shoot an elk or a moose or, you know what I mean, even go for the grand slam on the turkeys, you know. I don't know. I'm up for anything, you know. I don't really know if I had to pick one, you know what I mean, which which one would really be my number one hunt. But it, it, it'd be tough, man. I... I you really got me on that man i mean it's not always just about number one either like i i mean i have what i consider my top three or my top five but i mean that's not to say that i would that i would take one over the other if if an opportunity came along you know so i mean right a a lot of guys have their list but yeah i I don't know of anybody who wouldn't uh take any opportunity that came along before another so yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I'd even love to go do prairie dog hunting, you know. I, mean, I don't even think you really see much of that like I used to, but, you know, I, I'd be up for anything, man. If it, if it involves, you know, hunting and friends and family and all that, man, like, now, I don't know if I'd be up for 
Kurt's gonna have to get me in shape when we go to Colorado. I'm a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more round and a little bit slower than he is. But uh, <laughs> if we're gonna go try to kill a, a, an elk sometime, but man, I, I, I like I said, I wouldn't be. I don't think I could really give you a number, the exact number one, but. Man, that that's yeah. all good. All all of those would be bucket list hunts, in my opinion, no doubt. Right. All right. Third and final question, and this is kind of kind of for both of you actually, but um, obviously turkey season. We're talking turkey hunting today. Um, big piece of advice, whether it's a a novice turkey hunter or an experienced turkey hunter. What's what's a big piece of advice you each got for um, guys hitting the woods this spring, trying to kill a good bird? Man, I would say. Uh pattern test pattern test your shotgun loads you know what i mean and uh and and scout you know try to try to find the birds would i guess would be my novice advice for sure absolutely kurt um don't be the hen that's walking toward the gobbler and calling that's my big one i used i like to use a owl hoot or a crow call until i feel like i am in that gobbler's bubble and then start doing my hen calls then that's the way i used to hunt them and was very successful almost every time in these last few years i kind of really had to work for it and i was listening to a podcast the other day of a guy explaining how he did it and i'm like that's the way i used to do it (laughs) why i changed i don't know but it does work like don't be like the hen that's going to him make him come to you and sometimes you got to get closer to make that happen but yeah that's my two cents i guess give it a try i don't know no that's that's very good advice for sure excellent well gentlemen thank you guys again for coming on this week's episode and talking some turkey hunt i appreciate it yeah no problem man enjoyed it yeah thanks a lot man thanks for having us man it's uh it's been it's been fun talking about it getting i'm getting excited even more (laughs) for sure yeah it'll get you pumped up and we'll uh we're actually going to reconnect with you guys again for um what looks like will probably be next week's podcast also um and recap uh, a big deer that you shot last year jeff so we'll uh we'll talk to you we'll be talking to you next week about that too yeah cool look forward to it yes sir so a little sneak peek for for next week everybody but if you haven't already Hit that follow and subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. We are on all the major podcast apps, YouTube, and our podcasts are also found on our website, fallobsession.com, which is the hub for all of our content. You can find our reviews, our videos, our articles, recipes, um, video series, a bunch of other stuff, and that's where you can register for our 2021 turkey hunt competition. We also have some apparel on there that you guys can check out. T-shirts are on sale right now, Um, and we we also have our new uh, Spring Thunder turkey hat that we're running that's available for pre-order so go check that out as well follow us on social media facebook instagram subscribe to our youtube channel and again the hunts that jeff and kurt talked about at the beginning of this episode um, are on that youtube channel and you guys can go watch those from last season guys thank you all again for coming on this week i appreciate it all right everybody we will catch you guys again next week for another fall obsession podcast episode